You're listening to a Chirp Radio podcast. You can find more interviews and features at chirpradio.org podcasts. Lee Gomez here from Chirp Radio, here with nothing out at Lincoln Hall, prepping up just before the show here with Culture Abuse. And who else we got on the tour tonight? Hey, this is Nikki, uh, by the way. We have Smut. Uh, Smut from Ohio. Cincinnati. I think some of them are from other places, too. Interesting. And you just heard Nikki, by the way. Nikki uh, leads up on vocals and as well as... I play guitar. I play guitar, and okay. I play it way more shitty than Brandon does. Speaking of Brandon, let's get that guy on the mic. What's up? This is Brandon, and I play guitar better Brandon. than better than Nikki. All right, and then uh, I'm Kyle. I play the drums. My name's Aaron, and I, I play the bass. Awesome. Well, hey, uh, you know, you guys, uh, you know, you're kind of kind of in the first leg of the tour here, uh, touring on Dance on the Blacktop. Uh, it, it was like it, was, it seemed almost uh, like a party album, so to speak, uh, which I know is kind of a, a little bit of a step away. You guys known for your very dreamy, shoegazy, ethereal sound mixed with you know your alternative, especially being on the Relapse label. Uh, which uh, correct me if I'm wrong, you guys are still with Relapse, right? Yes, sir. Awesome, awesome, and you know that's definitely a label not known. Or, I mean, known for its bands uh, not really having the the smoothest edges. So I, I guess first and foremost, uh, how did you guys find yourself uh, find yourself there? Um, given your your label mates oh well the the relapse thing came as a as a pretty pretty um out there scenario um we we were recording guilty of everything and just had some demo like just had roughs done of guilty um and jeff ziegler who was producing that record was really tight with a vp at the time rennie at um rennie jeff at um relapse um, and w- while we were sitting there uh, like numbskulls trying to like solicit this record to like our f- favorite labels, you know, like our Slumberlands and, you know, Captured Tracks and Matadors and Sub Pop and stuff, you know, trying to trying to find a home for this. We Jeff went behind our backs, basically, and, and gave the roughs to Rennie at Relapse and they came right across and Rennie was like, I want to put this record out. Um, so for, for both sides, it was like, it was, it was a risk for both sides, for sure. For us, for being in a place where we don't really belong, um, and, and whether it was going to be how, getting, knowing that we were going to be under fire immediately from like, from, you know, and, and on their end as well, you know, they had to, they had to, to see it that way too. And no, just and I, I guess touching on the the metalhead aspect of it too, because I mean, coming from a horror show, if I'm not mistaken, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you know, you you get your it, it's just that that extreme punk work, and you guys are working in uh, again those dreamy ethereal guitars, that that shoegaze vibe. Uh, it's very uh, very reminiscent of you know your your early pumpkins, you know your Siamese dream kind of stuff. Just maybe I'd say you guys have that uh, that more uh, that bigger edge to it, which you know, hey, it, it's working for you guys. So more power to you. 
So, uh, you know, with that being said, where, where did the, uh, you know, the inspiration to, to work from the, the punk and just harder, more abrasive aspect of things and then come into the, uh, the, the dreamier sound? Uh, well, we all kind of grew up in, well, we all definitely grew up in hard and like hardcore and punk music and, you know, drifted toward like, you know, shoegaze, like my buddy Valentine, um, slow dive, like ride, stuff like that. And, uh, that was sort of just like what the sound was like kind of from the get go. Okay. Uh, and then we kind of just like, you know, well, Nikki actually started the band with like bunch of other dudes that aren't around in the band anymore uh and then i joined the band and we kind of put our heads together and wanted to do this like just big heavy dreamy thing at first with like our first ep and then it turned into more like i guess pop influence i don't know what like what what you're hearing now on the records we kind of just like went from like a shoegaze wall of sound type thing to uh dev- more you know more so developing our sound throughout like the years and whatnot while maintaining the punk aspect of it i guess because that's where we're rooted say it you know it, we we had this plan of kind of like it started you know i got it all it like started in this thing of like you know making this really like beautiful music that had like a heavy tone to it still but like as we started to roll into it like we we got more comfortable with the idea of taking this with no limits and like not being worried if it was ever perceived as like radio friendly or not because uh, you know at the time we were being inspired by like you know all the old shoegaze stuff but we we were realizing that the you know that 90s sound that was lost from like dinosaur jr and uh you know the pumpkins and nirvana even and like all that stuff was like you know undeniably like great stuff that like I, we would never feel ashamed of doing so we were just like let's let's not be limited here that's that's pushing put everything into it and 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 try to like do something that's going to get us a whole lot of money um pretty much at the end but so it's all worth right i mean having that having that and then you know <clears throat> in the studio with guilty and then eventually having kyle roll in and take the place of our old drummer mid studio session like really changed the vibe of the band like it, it just gave it that driving force in the rhythm section that like kind of just like you know where me and brandon were at the time we were like right there but like adding kyle's like uh ferocity uh you know it it really just like it caught people's attentions like right away right from that point on it was just everything clicked and you know well well, like what's the tops what what's the uh if you could play with anyone or get on the bill with any any uh anyone i guess from that from that demographic or that genre uh revolver sweet deal so and I, I, w- I would pick the swirlies, which we luckily finally are able to do on this tour. Because 
me and Brandon have been trying to rip them off since this band started, pretty much. So. Uh, I mean, my favorite, my favorite band out of that whole thing is Slow Die for sure. I guess moving on to the moving on to the album here. What uh, what was the direction? I guess bring, uh, uh, you know, Brandon, you had, you had mentioned just bringing a, a little bit more of a pop sound into it. Um, well, what inspired you guys to work away from the uh, this, you know, the sad, just, you know, uh, I, I want to say sad, but, you know, just that heavy, put on your headphones, get in your own world music to, you know, maybe a little bit, a uh, little bit more upbeat, maybe a little bit more, a uh, little bit more danceable. Uh, like I said, just some pop sensibilities. Was there any, uh, any uh, rhyme or reason behind that or just, just trying to do something different? Nikki and I got together with some demos we've had, uh, you know, we were collecting, um, uh, over like the two years that we were, you know, touring and not writing and whatnot. And we just kind of, uh, put our heads together on some riffs and whatnot. It just came out sort of the way it was. We we didn't really have like a, I mean, I guess on certain, on certain tracks, on certain tracks, you know, we did like the poppy thing, like knowingly or whatever, but, uh, it, we kind of just, we're yeah. just perfecting it at this yeah. point. I think what you're hearing to me, like, not to interrupt you. Please do. It's like, it's it's like it's the, the sound is just being perfected at this point. Like what you're hearing now is just a, is what the what guilty of everything was wanted to sound like, but didn't know how to yet. And what tired of tomorrow wanted to sound like, but didn't ha didn't know how to yet. You know, it's just like it's the same. It's not to be confused with any optimism by any point. I mean, if you you the the music is 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 still crushing in its own way but um it's it's it comes in different ways you know uh, that's kind of how i always see it anyway i wouldn't dance to that record man i would probably cry to it yeah that depends the mood, i right? mean it's cool if you yeah. feel that way it's cool yeah. I, I want people to take it how they do which is cool with whatever you feel but i think it's pretty it's still pretty unbearably crushing at, po at points if nothing puts out an ep of shoegaze covers or just alternative covers, just it doesn't even have to be shoegaze just in, you know whatever you guys are listening to i know you have a lot of you a lot of spotify playlists you put together you know you guys are coming from all over the place you know you got the harry nilson you got the deft tone mm -hmm. uh, you know it it really I love I mean, both yeah so i mean there's there's a lot of inspiration so i guess if you guys ever had to consider you maybe have free time on your hands you know what? What could you guys see yourself toying with, or maybe re a song you could see yourself reworking? A even? song that I personally would like to play would be "Disappear" by Sonic Youth. Love that Sonic Youth. It's a banger. Uh, Sugar Cube's birthday. There's no uh, wrong answer. We've, I mean, we've covered like everything from like Nirvana to like Lou Reed. Okay. Uh, so like I don't know. There's just like you guys have so much stuff in there. You guys like, have a Lou Reed cover out there? Well, yeah, just live. We did Perfect Day. Nice. I would like to do an REM song. Uh, we did it. We did it. But I was like, if we were going to rework something and like do a cover, it'd be cool to do like a REM song <laughs> to me. We did Man on the Moon. Yeah. It was like one of the best things we ever did personally, I think. Leonard Cohen. We did Leonard Cohen, uh, famous... Uh, famous Blue Raincoat. Yeah, Famous Blue Raincoat. We did... Brian Jonestown. Yeah. We're actually on this tour. We're trying to work out on doing uh, People Just Ain't No Good by Nick Cave. Uh, we were going to do like a really slow, like kind of gazy version. But 
I'm constant. I'm like battling the the fact that there's literally a, a a mini novel of lyrics right now that there's no way I can remember. So signing off here. We got Lee Gomez with Chirp Radio sitting in with nothing. We got Dominic Palermo, Aaron Hurd, Kyle Kimball, Brandon Seta. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. Thanks, Lee. You can find this and other Chirp Radio interviews and podcasts at chirpradio.org slash podcasts.